Welcome to the Soul Midwife Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Hughes. I'm an energy healer, a guide, a mama of four, and yes, a soul midwife. In this podcast, I offer guidance, healings, and wisdom for women who are feeling out of alignment, disconnected, and are longing to find out or to rediscover who they truly are from a deep place of wholeness. Women who are ready to step out of the culture of busy, overwhelmed, disconnection, and fragmentation, and to lead lives that feel soulful and aligned from the inside out. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about sinking or shedding. It's this image that comes to me often. I've talked about it in other ways of expansion, contraction, or just this natural cycles of life where we, well, we either sink or we shed. (laughs) It's really the simplest way to put it. And I've been really reflecting a lot on what this actually means in reality, like our human experience of what it means to sink or shed, because I've definitely been in my own life and have helped mentor people or guide people through aspects of life where they were in this phase of rebirth in the shedding and so i want to talk a little bit about you know kind of the the map i suppose for what this actually looks and feels like and then i guess what helps so i don't know if helping is the word that I want to totally use, but it's what I'm, I guess I'm just going to stick with it. What 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 is the best way to navigate through uh, this process? Because it's a universal one, right? I always talk about the universal soul medicine, really, of of life, and part of that is because I th- it it has been in the course of my own life. It has been uh, realization after realization of like, oh, this is just normal. Oh, this is just like part of the cycle of life. This is just what we do as humans. Because a lot of us were acculturated in the fact that like, this is not normal, like that there is not seasons, that there is one season, it's summer. That's the go, that's the happy, that's the up part of life. And this other part of life like we demonize it the darkness right we we talk about dark as if it's like a scary and bad thing and in a culture who loves to be comfortable to do anything we can to escape from the darkness I think it's pretty natural to realize that or or to to come up with the idea that that maybe it wasn't um a good thing or a normal thing to have this expansion or contraction. That's kind of where I ended up for a long time, right? In my 20s. And so it was just like, oh, this isn't a good thing. That's not what we do as a culture. We just, you know, we stay in the summer part of life. And there's something wrong with you (laughs) if you end up in this space of life where a sinking or shutting moment is happening. And so I really just want to bring attention to the fact that this is a normal part of life. I've lived this life long enough and now that I realize all of the people around me, all of in my own life, even like the systems and structures, and then looking to the natural world, like everything has a cycle. 
and this aspect of the cycle of the shedding has to happen in order for the rebirth or the butterfly to come, right? And so you can talk about this idea of sinking or shedding in lots of different ways. You could call it the expansion contraction part of the life cycle, of your life cycle. You And I've actually done a podcast on that before. But this one I'm going to go to a different place, so stick with me. You could talk about it as the death and rebirth. You could talk about it as the caterpillar butterfly moment. Or recently I was listening to somebody who talked about it in like a coaching, uh, in terms of like coaching high, um, high performing business people as a dissipative structure. So like there's the old and then in the middle there's this dissipative structure where you can feel like this anxiety happening, this fear happening, and really what's happening is the potentiality for healing and then a rebirth in some, into something new. So they actually described it kind of like an hourglass. And so this middle bit is uh, a term called dissipative structure. So it's, an, it's just a new way of putting a spin on the same thing, right? The caterpillar, butterfly, death, rebirth. It's a thing that's been around forever because guess what? We've been doing it forever. And for some reason, I think I think there's a lot of reasons. One, I've been thinking a lot about rites of passage and the, the fact that we really don't have rites of passage. We don't have like the actual structure of what a rites of passage used to be, which is really like a, a bringing somebody away from the known. So you know, maybe in like a puberty world or in, you know, with girls in menstruation and boys at a certain time in life, you, you bring them culturally for millennia, different all around the world, they would bring them away from the mother, like separation, I guess, bring them away from the unknown. So separation is the first point. The second point is some sort of uh, Michael Mead, who's a, fa- a really, really amazing uh, myth teller. He's got a great podcast also. I don't actually remember the name of it, but I learn a lot from him. So Michael Mead, go check it out. He talks about the second phase is liminality. <clears throat> so liminality is the space in between. Really, it's that dissipative structure. It's that counter, It's that cocoon moment, right? It's, again, same way of saying a different thing. But that this, this separation, liminality, and then a rebirth that is what we used to do as rite of passage. So that was something that we knew from a very young age. And we saw the power of it. We saw the, the complete picture of it. And in fact, not only did we see it, it was culturally imperative. It was culturally endorsed. And like, we don't have that anymore. I don't, I don't know. Well, not in my culture, at least. I don't know many cultures around the world. I, mean, I, I actually do. I spent a summer on a Native American reservation, and there was a uh, structure. There was a ceremony. There was a rite of passage in that culture that I was able to witness. Right? But it's not. there's not many places in the world that has this rite of passage that's still alive and well. And rite of passage happens all throughout our life, right? There is, there's, there's definitely moments like as you go through puberty where that transition is just so apparent. It's so, uh, every cell of your body, every, everything in your brain, it's, it's just like all around you. You cannot deny it. There's other places where we go through rites of passages 
at different places than other people, right? But it's all the same. There is this place of going into that unknown, so separating, liminality, and then rebirth. And so that is what I mean by shedding. This is another idea, another word for something I've been playing with a lot around going into this new you, this new uh, cycle, right? And so when I say sinking or shedding, what I'm really talking about is, are you entering this phase of life where you're being pulled down into the underworld, right? You are being pulled down into the underworld. It is beckoning you. It is time for you to go into that place, into the darkness. There's something that needs to be retrieved from that place. Are you going to sink or are you going to shed? And when we sink, somebody actually just yesterday, a shout out to a good friend of mine who sent me a text message. She was asking <clears throat> about how it, was, how it was going, how it was doing. She's just moved. And I was like, yeah, the, you know, the cancer energy, there was kind of the moon was in cancer. It was kind of uh, is known for like emotionality and it had been very emotional, kind of rocky. And she sent me like a, one of those gift things of a woman standing on like the seashore and not knowing that there was a wave coming and the wave just like smacked her and took her down. That's what I mean by sinking. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about sinking. It's like you are, you are being forced to go into that underworld. And when you sink, you tend to grasp for air. You tend to fight. You tend to, you're, you're in like flight or fight mode, right? You're not actually in this like place of rebirth. You're in a place of fighting. I have been in that place when I have been beckoned into the underworld and literally just fought against it with everything I had because it was uncomfortable, because I was scared, because I was, um, well, not comfortable with the uncomfortable because I didn't know the wisdom behind it because I thought there was something bad in it, right? I thought it was I didn't realize that it was inherent to us as a species that we go through this and that like so much of the reclamation of us can actually happen in that underworld. Like there's such juicy goodness. If we willingly go there and we allow ourselves to shed like a snake, right? So when you're in that sinking mode, you are. You're just not a whole lot. I mean, some of the, the alchemy is taking place, but not a whole lot because you're in just a state of pushing against. Right? And a lot of the, there's a lot of reasons. Some of us go into that sinkingness because, man, maybe we thought we've healed this part of ourselves. We fixed it. We thought we emerged from that. We thought we'd got that. We thought we'd peeled back that onion and we're like good to go on that one aspect of us. Right? We thought we had really healed that and that comes up again and we're like oh fuck like I don't want to go do that again and so we resist it and then we sink right it's kind of like you know in birth when you resist a contraction holy cow does it make that contraction so much harder when you pull up and away 
from the contraction, which I've seen so many women do over the years, it's so much more powerful and it like takes you over. It smacks you rather than if you sink into the force of the contraction and you go with it. It's like that idea of surfing the wave of a contraction. And I didn't really fully get that with one of my kiddos. Like I definitely resisted it and that birth was definitely the hardest. And I'd already given birth before quite easily, but it was, it was like I wasn't allowing it to be the transformation that it needed to be. I fought against it, right? And so this is no judgment. I've been there. I've done that. This is just like a conversation, a spark of, oh, where do I resist? How do I resist? What is the wisdom? So kind of giving you a guide, a map through, right? So when we tap into the wisdom of that contraction, when we tap in and we actually allow ourselves to go down into that underworld, we begin to shed. There is wisdom in the contraction. There is wisdom in that cave. There is gold if you're allowing yourself to be curious enough to go down there and to shine that light in that darkness. And what you find is aspects of yourself that we've maybe uh, hidden. We've pushed away down in there. We've made bad. We've disowned we've felt shame around and so we stuff them into that cave and part of that contraction is going into that cave shining a light on it so that we can become more true and more whole so that we can become again so that we can become again that we are reborn that we shed that skin like a snake and that we come out stronger thicker and more whole to us, right? That's what, we, that's what we are up against. That's the possibility. But what happens is the uncomfortability. Man, there's so much uncomfort in the world. And it's just like, I just, I mean, I, I honestly, if I'm being super honest here, I just went through a shedding cycle myself. I have been do, feeling so amazing and so just like, in the expansion part of my own cycle and I just got hit by a ton of bricks I didn't see it coming that I went into the underworld that I was beckoned into the underworld and I now know the signs so that's what's going to help that's the first thing that's going to help knowing the signs that you're going in and then following them so I know my signs my signs are that I have a tendency to want to be alone And not just because it's like I've been, I'm kind of introverted and I've been around the family all day or friends or whatever, but like I don't even want to be around my husband. That's a big telltale sign because I love being around him. But I just want to be alone. Like I desperately, I sometimes like feel desperate inside that I want to be alone. I feel an urge to numb. And for everybody that's going to be different. My urge to numb, I mean, manifests in a few different ways. One is uh, scrolling, for sure. I notice that, like, I'm not, I'm barely ever on my phone, but when I'm uh, approaching, when the underworld is calling, I find myself on my phone quite a lot, like, as if it's going to give me, like, I'm going to find something on Instagram that's going to give me this magical, feel-good, magical answer. <laughs> it's not there. Um, 
big feelings that come up. So they're like so big, like the void. They feel like so uncomfortable and deep and wide and like, oh man, I'm not sure if I want to go into that whirlpool, right? So those are my signs. What are your signs? There, there is there is something that happens. There are signs in your life. There are things that you physically do or you hear or you feel that is your call into that underworld, into that space of shedding. So if you know the signs and you're like, okay, here we go, and you go and willingly, I can just tell you right now, it's like, it's like doing a deep dive. You're going to be down there in the ocean looking at some scary ass things probably some sharks or whatever you find scary and there's also going to be so much beauty down there there's going to be both at the same time when you sink (laughs) you get hit you just hit by the wave and you're just like thrashing around and you barely even see anything so knowing that sign means that you're like okay here we go and so what does that mean here we go it means, it means here we go. <laughs> it means you heed the call. It means for me, I get alone a lot more. I tell my partner, hey, I'm, I'm going in. Like I'm going into the underworld. I'm going, th- sometimes we say I'm going through something right now. So no, no offense, I love you, but I need to like delve. I need to be in it, right? And so for me, I still live my life. I don't like check out of the world, but uh, a lot of the, the free moments of the day, and also just like my energy. My energy is just like sucked in. I don't interact in the same way. My kids notice that. My kiddo just the other day asked me like, are you okay, mama? You know, he's like seven years old. He totally got. And I said, yeah, I'm okay, buddy. I'm just going through. I think I said, I'm just going through something right now, but I'm good. You know, like, or I don't think I said I'm good because I wouldn't actually say that. But like, it's, it's, it's it's okay. Like, don't worry about me. I got this. That's what I think I said. I said, don't worry. I got it. (laughs) That's what I said to him. And he looked at me kind of like, what? But, you know, he's seven. So when you go into the underworld, you honor what you need. You go inside. I tap on all of my tools, right? I did a shamanic journey the other day, which was super helpful. I actually went into the cave in my shamanic journey. There was this beautiful sea turtle and you know i'm not going to tell you the whole journey but it was very cool uh it was very helpful there was a lot of wisdom a lot of things i needed to see and hear and then some of it was hard just like the shark analogy right there's some hard things and there's also some beautiful things and it's it's all beautiful in in the end right so i i do that i do breath work i do all of the tools that i have available to me i kind of like double down I don't miss things. I don't not get up in the morning because I'm being up at night because I'm not sleeping as well because there's just like a lot pulling me under. Like that's that's not what I do. I double down on it. And that's a hard thing I find. Well, it has been a hard thing for me in the past and I know it's a hard thing for many people. It's like when life pulls you into that place, the tendency for some reason is to like give up on all the tools that you have no 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 you don't meditate just in good times you meditate during the hard times right that's when you need it the most 
And you don't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be good. And it doesn't have to fix it. You're not doing the things to fix it. You're doing the things to hold space for it, for your journey as long as you're down there. You're doing the things to keep your body and your nervous system in some sort of regulation so that you can just naturally, you're going to find the places. You're going to find what you need to find. You don't have to think it. You don't have to do it. You don't have to try. It's just going to happen if you go. Like The snake does not have to shed. It's not like, okay, first I'm going to get this part off and then I'm going to do this. It just naturally happens. It's the same in the human world. We don't have to try. You do have to hold space for yourself and you do have to tap into the tools. But it's not because you're trying to fix yourself. It's because you're trying to be with yourself, hold enough space for you to get to the, to whatever you need to find. So don't resist it because what you resist persists. There's a reason why they say that. And eventually it's going to go hit you over the head with a two by four. So if you keep hearing the call and you sink and you sink and you sink and you're drowning and you're drowning, you're probably not going to get that much out of it. And you're just going to eventually get hit by a two by four, right? So go in, go into the void, go into that darkness, go into those big emotions. They're not going to kill you, although they feel sometimes like you're literally, I know that I've had the thoughts of like, I'm going to die or I want to die. Part of that is just because you do want to die. That part of you wants to die so that it can be reborn. That doesn't mean it's a bad part of you. Please don't hear that. It does not mean it's a bad part of you. It just means it's a part of you that's no longer serving you or that needs to be transformed into something else. That's it. It's like, it's not like the snake completely changes just by shedding or the butterfly. I guess the butterfly kind of does completely change, doesn't it? That's a total metamorphosis. You get that picture. Most things don't completely change. You still retain the essence of you. Probably the butterfly still has the essence, right? It has the part in the middle that looks quite like a caterpillar. So go into that void. Go into the darkness. Go into those big emotions. Go into the contraction. It's not going to kill you. It's not bigger than you. They will help you in your rebirth. They will help you become stronger and more whole. And then know the deeper purpose. We're not just human beings where we get to use our brains and decide everything that we're going to do in our life and plan every single thing out in our life because we all know that by now. Like that, if, if the last few years have taught us anything is that plans change all the time, right? We don't get to decide everything. We don't get to control everything. There is a deeper purpose. There's a deeper wisdom to our existence. There is a deeper essence to us than just our bones and our skin, right? It's beautiful. The container of us is beautiful. The human body is, a, I think, a remarkable, beautiful thing. I'm very grateful I have one. I'm about to go work it out so it can stay healthy and strong, right? But there is something deeper and wiser that exists through us. And when we connect with that, we, when we connect with our energetic essence or our soul print, right? When we connect with that, that voice and that wisdom, the deeper meaning becomes clear. And so it's not like we just go down into the cave and we're just like, okay, I mean, we can, I have actually done that, where I just sit there and I wait for the answer, right? Sometimes it requires that we actually 
connect with something deeper, connect with that expansion within the depths, the expansion. Connect to, I don't know, connect to source, connect to God, connect to, I connect with my soul, my soul voice. Because to me, that is the soul inhabits the body and it's my direct line, my direct connection to source that flows through me, that is occupied in me, that is me, that's my soul print, like my fingerprint, right? So when I connect to that wisdom, when I connect to that, the, the shedding, the purpose of why I'm down here, I can ask and there is a message that is received. It becomes clear. That doesn't mean that I'm like, sweet, got it, and now I'm going to go back up. It's like, oh, okay, that's why I'm here. And it makes it easier to stay down there. Because sometimes this last time, I mean, I feel like I'm actually still kind of coming out of it. I tried to record this podcast last week, but I was still so in it that it just didn't come out very well. I feel like I'm still a little in it, but I'm mostly out. I'm mostly shed. And I felt called. I felt called to... Um, Maybe because I'm still kind of anchored in it, I can still bring the wisdom to it without being in the the cocoon of it where not enough words come out clearly, right? Because we are humans. We are still humans. We do still feel all of it in our grounded and human body. It feels dense. It feels uncomfortable. It feels like... You know, you can feel that depression. You can feel that anxiety. You can feel that loneliness or fragmentation. You can feel the anger. You can feel the shame. You can feel all of the things that we feel when we're trying to reclaim parts of ourselves. When we're trying, not trying, when we are, when we're in that rebirth process. And so we just need to slow down and let what gets in the way of life be in the way. Because that is actually life. What gets in the way of life is actually what the life is, right? And so if I tried to push the podcast last week or push through any of the things or feel guilty, that was a thing I definitely used to always do when I was willing to finally go into the cave. I would still feel guilty about like the fact that I wasn't around my family as much or that I wasn't hanging out with my husband. I would feel some guilt around that for some reason. So know that there's a purpose to it. You don't have to have the guilt. You'll come up eventually. If you have good communication with your family members, then they'll know why you feel a little disconnected. It's not like you're fully checking out. You just are a little disconnected. A lot of your energy is going into the inner place rather than being so in the outer place. There's a lot less doing, a lot less dishes got done last week than normal. I'm normally super on it. Right now, my kitchen is a mess because I wasn't super on it last week. And my ki- my older kids were out of town. So they didn't get to pick up the slack for me. And that's okay. Right? That is, the, there's a deeper purpose to us. Maybe I'm preaching to the choir. Maybe you already know this. I did not always know this. It was a huge discovery to me and a huge lightning to me. Just lightning of the load of like, oh... I was sold this idea that you had to do and be and accomplish and what the hell that even do and be an accomplishment meant. And when I realized that like, hey, I get to design the do, be, and accomplishment. And in fact, that there's even a deeper wisdom and a deeper purpose for me. And that deeper wisdom and deeper purpose for me is actually just to be me. Well, hell, I'm going to be really excited about discovering who the heck I am in this deeper level. And really recover some of those things that I've stuffed down there over the years 
because I was told I was too much or I was told it was nice that I was quiet. I was praised for that. So, okay, it was, must stay quiet, right? No judgment on all the people that said that. That, that was not their intention. And a lot of it was not even from people, like parents or things. There's just stuff that's down there for us to reclaim. It's really great. It's really beautiful, especially when you shed <laughs> rather than go down there and sink. So again, knowing what helps, know the signs and follow them. Don't resist. Go into the void. Use your tools. If you don't have tools, then you should get some. There's so many free things out there. Breathwork is the most free, amazing thing ever. There's tons of YouTube videos. I teach it also. Like, there's no excuse. We all have got our breath, right? There's meditation also. Totally free out there. Don't not do it. Just do it. You're not, you don't have to do it perfectly. Go into that deeper purpose and possibly connect with your soul print. And so I think that's a good place to end and also just tell you a little bit about soul print. Soul print is a 10-day journey. I love doing journeys. It's my favorite way because of connecting with people because I can hold a larger container and we get to reflect what we see because I get to be in more of a guide teaching mode. So 10 days of live calls. Obviously, they're recorded if you cannot make them live. And it's all about connecting with your unique soul print. So connecting with your unique energetic essence, connecting with that voice inside, actually tapping in and hearing the wisdom, exploring your true self, and living a life in a more aligned place from that true self. So tapping into that wisdom and being able to live in greater alignment to that so that you can step into a greater service. So you can step into a journey where you remember that you are more than just skin and bones. There is like this depth and well as expansion that happens in this 10-J journey, and I'm super excited. And I'm actually offering it in the gift economy model, which is a perfect model for this particular journey because it's a very expansive model. It's expanding, expanding into possibilities of what it means to be in exchange with people. So if that if you're interested at all, it starts on June 15th, well over a week away. You can head over to my website, soulmidwifejulie.com backslash soul dash print, or you'll find it on my website um, and sign up. I'm really, really, really excited to go on the journey. So hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you found some good nuggets to bring forth into your life. As always, if you have anything you want to say, any experience you have, any words of wisdom that you want to share with me, you're welcome to send me an email. I'm a real life person on the other end. I love it when I get emails. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel called, leave me a nice review so that more people can hear and experience what I'm up to. All right, everyone. I will see you next week. Thanks.